we're going to complete today session 84. This was received April 14, 1982. This is the third uh, portion of the session. And we're deep in the discussion of sexual energy transfer. And the session uh, only has 22 exchanges, and so we're right close to the end. And I'd also like to send a link here to a PDF that I put together, 13 pages, <clears throat> Sexuality and Spiritual Path, raw material compilation from um, discussions or teachings on sexuality from raw in the whole 106 sessions. And some of it we've looked into before. I mean, I have a whole series <laughs> on YouTube uh, just on sexuality and spiritual path, which is basically... Uh, what we're what we're looking at here in session 84 and some earlier sessions uh, and focusing on dynamics of um, use of spirit of, of sexuality on spiritual path or the the value of sexuality or the nature of sexuality from a metaphysical perspective so we start here at 8419 Don makes a long comment with a little question that Ra gives a very brief affirmative affirmation reply to. So 84.19 is mainly Don. So let's jump in. Don says, I didn't mean to cover previously covered material. I was just, I was trying to work into a better understanding of what we're talking about, the background of the veiling process, and what I was actually attempting to do was to discover something new in asking the question. So please, if I ask any questions in the future that have already been covered, don't bother to repeat the material. I'm just searching the same area for the possibility of greater enlightenment with respect to the particular area, since it seems to be one of the major areas of experience in our present condition of veiling, meaning sexuality, <clears throat> that produces a very large amount of catalyst, and I'm trying to understand, to use a poor term, how this veiling process created for the, or created a greater experience, and how this experience evolved, shall I say, the questions are very difficult to ask at times or at times to ask. He goes on, It occurs to me that many statues or drawings of the one known as Lucifer or the devil <clears throat> is shown, are shown with an erection. Is this the, a function of this orange ray blockage? And was this, shall we say, known by, in some minimal way, you might say, by those who devised these statues and drawings, etc.? So, mm, depictions of the devil um, and erection. And Ross says, there is, of course, much other distortion involved in a discussion of any mythic archetypical form. However, we may answer in the affirmative and note that you are perceptive. So, <clears throat> uh, orange ray blockage, well, you know, depictions are a mythic archetypical depictions um, of Lucifer the devil, uh, shown with an erection. Uh, associated with <laughs> lack of love, obviously, uh, meaning negative path, uh, you know, the hero of those on the negative path, even though there is no Lucifer, actually, and it was a complete um, mix-up, mash-up from uh, <clears throat> centuries of modification in the Bible, and uh, there's a whole there's a whole book called uh, Satan: The Biography by a, a Jesuit uh, academic who basically shows that the word Satan 
was used three times only in the Old Testament, only in relation with a with a small s, not as a being, but as a class of heavenly helpers of God or the Logos, that basically provided testing and challenge to humans who needed that. A Satan is an adversary, a type of <clears throat> hired a type of angelic actually that is associated with testing or offering challenge particularly uh, you know in the story of Job J-O-B but then <clears throat> when the Hebrew was translated to Greek when the Christian fathers got involved creatively and mythologized uh, excessively in depth uh, Satan with a capital S and his story and his past and all his activities and all this and that uh, <clears throat> we end up with the view today that this is one guy who's the head of the negative uh, power structure, <clears throat> uh, certainly akin to the Gnostic view of Demiurge, Demiurge being um, actually a false Yahweh, <laughs> uh, or a false creator god. Uh, but uh, the Gnostic view that that false creator god, evil creator god, uh, created Earth, obviously is not true <laughs> but negatives like to think that's true and some people misinterpret Gnostics or think that the Gnostics all believe that which is not quite true but yeah there was a substitution of the original Yahweh source to Moses with an Orion co-optation uh, which Ra talks about which is similar to this false god or uh, negative entity masquerading as the creator Anyway, there is obviously uh, kind of suggested here by Ra <clears throat> that uh, male erection is associated with lower chakra blockage. Second ray here is orange ray. And there is some truth to that, or there's a lot of truth to that, uh, in that uh, sexual desire uh, is absent uh, so it seems, from uh, those fully enlightened, like Gautama and Nityananda, meaning guys who seem to have finished the path completely, not just great teachers, but guys who are, um, you know, quasi-infinite, uh, <clears throat> those that are really um, finished with the octave, uh, have no sexual desire, because they have no uh, significant lower chakra blockage. And it just it is not. It's not the result of uh, restraint. It's simply the lack of uh, distortion or blockage that leads to that that arising desire. So <clears throat> that there is some truth to that. Um, on the other hand, sexuality or sexual desire can be simply a sign of good health, and uh, animals have it, <laughs> but they have it in cycles. You see, animal sexuality is not distorted by mind. Um, and it's cyclic, meaning uh, by the season, by the time, uh, association with the environment and uh, cycles of, of energy flow in the annual cycle and uh, environmental conditions. <clears throat> so that's, um, and that perpetuates the bodies for the species. So anyway, uh, there certainly is a long, long association, and we see it today. Uh, of hypersexuality and those on the negative path. And so that uh, takes us into a long discussion. And uh, 
in the PDF, there's also presentation, and Ra has talked about sexual transfers for those on the negative path who are consciously, deliberately blocking 1234 or 234 chakras and have a negative type sexual energy transfer or a orange-yellow sexual transfer, which is basically a transfer of the qualities, of the energy qualities associated with those blockages, which basically maintains them on the negative path. So Don follows up 8420. Then with respect to the green, blue, and indigo transfers of energy, 456, would the mechanism, shall we say, how would the mechanism for these transfers differ in making them possible or or setting the groundwork for them other than for them than the orange ray? He, he's stumbling over the question. This, I know this is very difficult to ask and I may, may not be making any sense, but what I'm trying to do is get Anne to an understanding of the foundation for, laying the foundation for transfers in each of the rays and the preparations for the transfers, you might say, or the fundamental requirements and biases and potentials for these transfers. Could you expand on that for me, please? I'm sorry for the poor question. And so, yeah, it's all new material <clears throat> uh, on the fly and difficult to formulate um, excellent questions, but it's a good, it's an excellent topic. Uh, Ra answers, we would take a moment to state in reply to a previous comment that we shall answer each query whether or not it has been previously covered, for not to do so would be to baffle the flow of quite another transfer of energy, <laughs> meaning the, the, multi, the, the interdimensional flow from 6 density to 3D space-time would be baffled, it seems, uh, were they to simply not answer certain questions. But they have said a couple of times, um, we've answered this query before, um, please restate for further information or something. But they did give an answer. That's an answer. Then, the body of the answer here, uh, 8420, Ross says, <clears throat> To respond to your query, we firstly wish to agree with your supposition that the subject you now query upon is a large one, for in it lies an entire system of opening the gateway to intelligent infinity. Seventh ray you may see that some information is necessarily shrouded in mystery by our desire to preserve the free will of the adept. <clears throat> the great key to blue, indigo, <clears throat> and finally that great column, that great capital of the column of sexual energy transfer, violet energy transfers, is the metaphysical bond or distortion which has the name among your peoples of unconditional love. In the blue ray energy transfer, the quality of this love is refined in the fire of honest communication and clarity. This, shall we say, normally, meaning in general, takes a substantial portion of your space-time to accomplish, although there are, in there are instances of matings so well refined in previous incarnations and so well remembered that the Blu-ray may be penetrated at once. This energy transfer <coughs> is of great benefit to the seeker, Blu-ray in that all communication from this seeker is thereby refined, and the eyes of honesty and clarity look upon a new world. Such is the nature of blue-ray energy, <clears throat> and such is the one mechanism, meaning sexual, of potentiating and crystallizing it. As we approach indigo-ray transfer, we find ourselves in a shadowland where we cannot give you information straight out or plain, for this is seen by us to be an infringement. 
We cannot speak at all <clears throat> of violent ray transfers as we do not, again, desire to break the law of confusion, free will. We may say that these jewels, though dearly bought, are beyond price for the seeker <clears throat> and might suggest that just as each awareness is arrived at through a process of analysis, synthesis, and inspiration, so should the seeker approach its mate and evaluate each experience seeking the jewel. <clears throat> and so this is um, a presentation <clears throat> of the um, metaphysics of higher chakra positively oriented energy transfers, sexual energy transfers. So <clears throat> the um, usage of sexuality for spiritual path uh, is associated with the nature of the higher chakras, four through seven. The there that use of sexual activity <clears throat> to potentiate and develop the four higher rays or chakras was a specialty of Ra on Venus. That's why they called it the planet of love, because there is some connection there. Certainly they evolved on the love of wisdom emphasis on the positive path and use sexuality extensively uh, in third density and um, up from third density, I assume, uh, as a means of potentiating or put, put, uh, powering even <clears throat> their own individual and group development. So uh, true spiritual tantra, sexual tantra, is a system of opening the gateway to intelligent infinity. That's called activation of the higher chakras green through indigo. Four, five, six, which is six ray. Then is the gateway to intelligent infinity. Intelligent infinity is seventh ray. Then, Ra said that inevitably they're not going to say everything. Information shrouded in mystery by desire to preserve the free will of the adept, and so only the adept <clears throat> is um, truly capable of using sexual tantra or sexuality on spiritual path. Uh, at least when we're talking about the higher transfers, particularly uh, 6 and 7, uh, the uh, discussion of indigo ray and, yell and violet ray transfer, Ross said, um, can't be given much, much lay, much information is not presented, or very little is, uh, because they consider that infringement to talk about basically dynamics <clears throat> and um, uh, formulae of working with 6th and 7th ray in sexuality. Uh, when, you, when the student is ready, the, the teaching appears. <clears throat> uh, when one has done the work of uh, purifying lower triad blockage and more or less crystallizing green-blue, then naturally one comes to understand uh, the way of indigo violet uh, from within. That's the inspiration I was talking about. So <clears throat> uh, people shouldn't try to uh, go to the higher while neglecting the lower. Um, there's no problem with considering the higher, the higher particularly here being uh, five, six, seven, uh, six, you know, sexual energy transfers of blue indigo violet but <clears throat> the question is, are we carrying around psychological conflict, old emotional wounding, low self-esteem, low self-worth, low self-value, conflict-making in relationship, 
confused desires, uh, lack of self-love, patterns of self-control and controlling of other, uh, distortions, heavy distortions surrounding our view of relationship and solitude and uh, sexuality. Uh, If we are, to the extent that all that's in play, that needs to be addressed first. So then, that's why the adept is the only one who really is safely working well in the spirit complex uh, of 6-7 because that's the only one or that's the term used for a person who's done that major work of mind-body purification 1 through 5. Then, the great key to 5-6-7, blue, indigo, uh, violet, uh, and the key to being able to use those chakras in sexual transfer uh, is love. <clears throat> and Ra calls love metaphysical bond or distortion, right? Everything that is differentiated from infinite unity is a distortion. So even free will is a distortion, first law. So, uh, but the uh, key that unlocks safely 567 is unconditional love. Love is unconditional. <laughs> if it's conditional, it ain't love. So, but because we're so, humans are so mistaught, um, there's a distinction between conditional love and unconditional love that people believe we've been taught. <clears throat> Meanwhile, conditional love isn't really love because only love, only, the true love is unconditional accepting or non-controlling, non-manipulating, allowing, embracing, uh, being with, and, and caring for caring for and being with, seems to me. That's unconditional. The, the unconditionality of being with is unconditional love. Love, acceptance, understanding. Right? All of them. It's the same. That opens the door. <clears throat> or that is required for the healing of the lower triad, particularly self-love or self-acceptance or self-understanding, and then understanding and acceptance of one's partner. And that doesn't work well when we have all sorts of blind spots or no-go zones or mind minefields where we don't want to talk about certain things. We don't want to hear about certain things. I don't want to hear your feelings. Uh, <clears throat> or I don't want to hear about my, uh, my pain. Or I don't want to hear about my faults. Uh, and then it doesn't work very well when the other person actually wants to hurt you telling you the truth. I'm just telling you the truth, some people say. But they actually want to hurt them. <laughs> So, I'm telling you the truth, but actually, subconsciously, I'm angry at you and I'd like to get revenge and punishment on you. If that's the attitude, then that's not an opportune truth-telling situation either. So, but it's important to know um, the nature of these higher transfers. And all unlocked by green ray or love, which is unconditional, blue ray transfer sexual or not, even mental transfer, which is uh, blue. There's Blu-ray mental transfer without sex. But here in sex, sexual transfer, Blu-ray, is associated with love refined in the fire of honest communication and clarity. And that refinement of love by the the, uh, burnishing or the burning off the dross 
associated with or born of or brought with honest communication and clarity um, that generally takes effort for couple to couple to partners in a couple um, but not necessarily <laughs> and so the function of blu-ray uh, which in many ways depends on green ray in its uh, interactive um, uh, relation to green ray is to improve the green ray by honest honesty and clarity honesty really honest communication and clarity uh, there is dishonest communication meaning hidden agendas or uh, lack of self-understanding or um, you know unrecognized uh, blind spots unrecognized wrong views of self I think I'm a great person no you actually hurt people regularly or uh, I'm very humble no you actually have a lot of pride um, so honest communication begins with honest self-understanding green ray and so fifth ray uh, very much rests on fourth ray of course meanwhile uh, further activation of fifth ray further develops green ray or fourth so four uh, four is necessary for five and as five is developed four is further developed too and it goes back and forth in fact and that leads to crystallization or uh, becoming a crystallized healer or um, you know a very high stable uh, development of green blue honest communication and clarity Ron talked about your people's paucity of honesty paucity poverty the poverty of honesty of earth humanity very very big matter as far as I see it the huge dishonesty of people huge dishonesty <laughs> really I mean <laughs> it's really uh, breathtaking to me uh, how dishonest most folks are and and we can be that way too so we want to but at least those who seek uh, sincerely seek to be honest and truly self-knowing and self exposed to self that doesn't have to be talking to anybody but I truly seek to know myself well I want to know all my faults that doesn't mean I hate myself or want to hate myself and that doesn't mean that there's a, you know, dismissal of positive attributes too. But um, honest communication with the partner begins with honest self-understanding alone. And that really requires faith in self that no matter what I find and know honestly to be so, that I don't prefer, that I rather not admit I have or am or do or or uh, is within this mind um, that we we have done that work and um, a person then comes to the relationship deeply self-knowing or s sincerely seeking further self-knowing then that person is very comfortable with honest communication without limits why limit because it doesn't mean telling uh, it doesn't mean uh, harming uh, but both people have to be ready to to feel the pain of uh, hearing and sharing sharing and hearing certain truths about themselves that um, they may feel shame regret guilt you know self-blame regarding so all of that that complete that continued commitment 
to uh, unconditional accepting, which is fourth ray, and um, honest knowing and expression and reception, pondering response, right? Honestly knowing self, articulating one's mind and process, expressing it clearly um, and sensitively to the other, and uh, sincerely seeking to hear well and listen well, and not yak, yak, yak continually, but listen well and know and seek to ask questions if I don't know, and, and, and yet not uh, bother people. <laughs> you know? People don't want that, and we want that. That's a problem. So, <laughs> to find two partners who um, comparably seek truth together, and it ain't um, a trip one's laying on the other, that's rare. Um, and all of that inner knowing, uh, clear and sensitive communication, expression, clear and sensitive reception, pondering and response, all that builds to clarity. All that establishes clarity. And that's just Blu-ray. Generally, with a couple, it takes a substantial portion of time or space, meaning work. We have to work, relationship work. But actually, the highest um, compatible partnerships don't require that work. Instances of mating so well refined in previous incarnations and so well remembered. He forgot less than most. What will they say of him? He forgot less than most. So, well remembered. Yes, I know you. <laughs> yes, I do know you. You're my beloved. And uh, I am one. <laughs> we is one. And uh, it's so well developed. I mean, this is soulmate, you know. And normally we don't meet more than one, two, three of these people in one's incarnation. There may be multiple uh, home, f home dimension, home group, higher dimensional uh, compadres or, um, you know, spiritual family, soul family meetings with people on earth for wanderers. But usually in my experience in working with people, <clears throat> not more than one or two or three meetings in an incarnation of highly compatible uh, partner, potential partners, life mates uh, for that incarnation. But uh, when that happens, one, uh, one would find that uh, profound uh, soul-sharing communication um, happens naturally and quite easily. Then... Um, the value of Blu-ray transfer, and we can say also the value of Blu-ray activation for oneself alone, outside sexual transfer, independent of it, um, the value of Blu-ray also, and Blu-ray transfer, great benefit to the seeker, in that all communication from the seeker, meaning what they are sharing and expressing, is refined, meaning... Um, uh, not crude <clears throat> fine <clears throat> made more fine re-fine and as opposed to recrude <laughs> not recruited <clears throat> or crude but um, defined or sh um, distinctly presented dis distinctly um, 
and um, it's a good what's a good definition of the word refine <clears throat> or fine uh, certainly the outlines may be seen as sharp sharp nice knife not a dull knife a uh, sophisticated presentation not a crude one um, it's basically I would say a presentation uh, communication that's refined is communication that includes love wisdom discernment clarity knowing and power authenticity um, well balanced and significantly it's made fine by the presence of love kindness uh, wisdom clarity discernment what exactly am I saying what exactly am I intending clearly articulated and power six ray uh, which is authenticity um, genuine from the heart not from the gut <laughs> from the whole from the center <laughs> uh, the whole being speaks like that I think so that I think is refinement and then the eyes of honesty and clarity look upon a new world <clears throat> and so seeing truly seeing clearly seeing and and so we're just seeking we just keep seeking honesty and seeing clearly uh, and and seeking clarity it's very doable, um, but it begins at home with um, self-honesty, and um, there is a fearlessness to that, because one will see things in oneself one doesn't like, and one will see things in others that one doesn't like, and, and 10 out of 10 people will disagree with. I see that this one is proud, and everyone else thinks he's a great guy, and I see that that one is a tricker, a trickster. And everybody else thinks he's a great, great one. Sorry, uh, I will uh, honor my perception until I'm sure it's wrong. And 10 out of 10 people around me saying I'm wrong ain't making it wrong. It just uh, makes me alone. <laughs> it just separates uh, me from them. They, all 10 of them, or everybody, thinks it's one way, and I think it's a different way. And until proven wrong, I'll, I'll, you know, keep holding my view. And I'm happy to change it when I'm sure it's wrong. But the opinions of the ten that say I'm wrong, uh, actually, you know, in a case where um, it seems they're uh, fooling themselves, their arguments are uh, unpersuasive. So, again, but it's good to know when we're wrong, when we're mistaken too. So this is all Blu-ray. It's all Blu-ray working. It's very important, and um, it rests on love. Such is the nature of Blu-ray energy, and so if you want to know about Blu-ray, uh, read this paragraph a few times and ponder it. And one mechanism sexual of potentiating and crystallizing. Potentiating meaning Blu-ray activation. Crystallizing meaning establishing a regularized, uh, stabilized, optimal development in coordination with green. As I said, indigo ray and violet ray won't be presented. Uh, it would be seen as infringement. You know, <laughs> when you get there, you'll know. And when you're ready, it'll it'll be self-revealing. Then, Ra's saying that these are jewels, dearly bought, meaning take some effort. The main effort is, is this fire of, you know, like Ra said, the... Um, fire of honest communication and clarity 
you know, love is the basis, but love is not enough. And will is tapped by Blu-ray in a way that it is not by Green Ray. The the entrance, the the first uh, chakra that partakes of spirit complex to some degree is actually uh, Blu-ray, not Green. And so those persisting in love without wisdom or love um, rejecting too much wisdom, I don't want to hear it, or don't talk negatively, <laughs> don't tell me what you think, I think you're wrong, or let's just think positive and we'll have a happy-dappy world. Uh, that is called avoidance of blue, seems to me. And uh, the dear the, the dear price, the dearly bought, the, the purchase that's dear, expensive, um, is going through the pain, the emotional uh, disillusionment, discouragement, um, disquiet, dis-ease, uh, of finding lots of truth that we um, we find bitter. Lot, finding lots of bitter truth about me and about you and about the world and about um, what I thought I knew, now I see I don't. That's a dear price. But, you know, <laughs> better to live in pain in truth than live dull uh, in deception, seems to me. The truth shall set you free, or the mind that loves truth um, is self-liberating. Not necessarily finished and free, but continuing on the way of increasing freedom. I trust the truth, and even if it feels painful or I feel angst and bitter, and I have this acidic, you know, bile, gall, bile in the mouth hearing certain truth or discovering certain truth about me, about you, about the world, about society, about the educational system, <laughs> about the scientists, about the politicians, about the religionists, about the academics, about the legal system, about the military, about the judicial, uh, the human matrix. Uh, even if it leaves bile in my mouth, um, I can transmute it, and um, I don't have to stay stuck, but I don't want to turn away from what is. Um, and that's similar to Ross saying, the importance of um, uh, studying bellicosity for those on the positive path. It means understanding the negative use of wisdom, which is a portion of the development of Blu-ray. So, and that's not the end, that's just a, you know, that which we avoid. So, dearly bought, particularly <laughs> finding things in me about ourselves we don't like, but the jewels or the... Um, the gains of blue, uh, indigo, and violet ray development and transfer, these gains, these jewels, these, um, the results and consequences of uh, higher chakra activation uh, are beyond price. It's priceless. Yeah. It's totally you know, non-material, and so there is no price. Uh, and um, <laughs> it leads to uh, joy in the here and now and release, on the way to release. And then Ron gives a comment about how, um, a, how successive stages of awareness occur, how successive stages of awareness are gained or developed similar to the successive development of chakras 4, 5, 6, 7. Each awareness is arrived at through or each higher chakra is potentiated, 
coordinated, crystallized by a process which includes analysis, synthesis, and inspiration, using your mind, actually, not just singing kirtan and not just uh, sitting tree stump samadhi and not just um, listening to you know the teacher and not just reading but thinking <laughs> and being open to inspiration so thinking uh, analysis is you know logical rational empirical and analytical working of mind so called left brain but not only synthesis is integrative which could be called right brain but that those are shallow uh, definitions but it's um, the love leading function of mind synthesis the wisdom leading function of mind leads to or is, uh, supports analysis and inspiration uh, is also love leading you can say that that um, analysis is wisdom leading inspiration is love leading uh, or love the, the love wisdom functioning <laughs> and synthesis is the integration of ins of analysis and inspiration so analysis synthesis and inspiration uh, could be seen as uh, five six four um, but you know it, it's very subtle because uh, analysis certainly is um, radio senative um, meaning um, divisive or um, apportioning um, finely analytic finely um, determining I mean we can do it if you want <laughs> if you want you can be uh, you know a real clear mind and uh, inspiration is very much pure reception which of course relates more to love uh, and 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 that's you know increasing knowing or knowing increasingly is inspirational um, as four five six seven are developed or in play four five six um, uh, knowing without thinking knowing with little necessity for thinking but the thinking is the analytical so they're all important and the synthesis you know the in, in the integration of analysis and inspiration is synthesis and the synthesis is of those two um, thinking and knowing or thinking that leads to knowing and pure reception that supports knowing uh, being able to put them together and then with that attitude one can or ought to also approach one's mate and evaluate each experience seeking the jewel the jewel being um, the result of these four you know higher chakras activation <laughs> okay and Ra explains um, this evaluation of each sexual experience seeking to know it and continue activation particularly at 456 they explain it in 8421 Ra says is there any way Don says is there any way to dis tell what which ray the transfer was for an individual after the experience is there any way for the individual to tell in in which particular ray the transfer occurred so it's a halting haltingly formulated question but it's really important and um, opens a very nice answer, helpful answer from Ra 8421, uh, useful for, for all um, people who just had sex or spiritually minded folks uh, involved in sexuality. Ra said, there is only a subjective yardstick or measure of such if the energy, and here we go, 456, 
If the energies have flowed such that love is made whole, green ray transfer has taken place. If, by the same entities exchange, greater ease in communication and greater sight has been experienced, the energy has been refined to the blue ray energy center. If the polarized entities, by this same energy transfer experience, find that the faculties of will and faith have been stimulated, not for a brief while, but for a great duration of what you call time, you may perceive the indigo ray transfer. We may not speak of the violet ray transfer, except to note that it is an opening to the gateway of intelligent infinity. Indeed, the indigo ray transfer is also this, but, shall we say, the veil has not yet been lifted. And this is a little secret as to the uh, relative levels of, of enlightenment of higher self versus the um, totality complex or seventh density um, beingness. It's actually beyond beingness. The totality complex, totality <laughs> uh, field of seventh ray and its experience beyond identity versus sixth density Atman experience which still has identity called unified self. Um, so then uh, how to know which chakras were activated or which uh, 456 chakra energy transfer just happened in the sexual union only could be known subjectively for us. <laughs> Those with uh, multidimensional vision would know and see, but we don't. But for us, uh, we can use these subjective um, assessment tools or assessments, uh, but they're pretty straightforward, right? Uh, if after the sexual union this experience of love is made whole, then we know it's green red transfer. Love made whole. Um, this is um, a, a further expansion, a further unconditionality of loving. Further unconditional loving. More unconditional. Less conditional. More unconditional. More uh, more complete accepting of each partner, of each by each, of the other by each. More fully accepting and allowing, and that I think is what Ra means by love made whole. Not simply, uh, I like this part of you and I don't like the other one, or it doesn't like and love are different, or I accept what I like about you and I don't like and really reject and don't want now all that I don't like, that is uh, dissolved further by green ray sexual transfer. And there's more whole being accepting. Then fifth ray, blue ray transfer leads to greater ease in communication and greater sight. And again, this is, um, all, these are also yardsticks of simply the individual solitary development um, consequences of four, five, six. And so um, the qualities of fourth and fifth and sixth ray energy trans sexual energy transfer that that each partner in the couple can determine um, are also qualities that each individual will experience as they continue activating green, blue, indigo. So uh, an indication of blue-ray transfer and an indication of blue-ray, fifth-ray development is this greater ease in communication and greater sight. My mouth works better. 
and um, uh, it seems clear and I can see oh the air seems so clear there seems to be crystallinity or translucency in the air uh, <laughs> that's part of it and so more deeply knowing each other more deeply knowing where your partner's coming from more deeply knowing why we're together what's the spiritual basis of our being together as a couple the value the values of our togetherness and and so on then in fifth in sixth ray by the same energy transfer experience sexuality faculties of will and faith have been stimulated and so will and faith sixth ray related and so greater endurance perseverance greater will-based commitment, greater understanding of what will is. What is will? Um, the one who's six-ray, more six-ray activated knows what will is better than the one who's less six-ray activated. Negatives can be, without love. Uh, positively oriented and adepts, particularly positive path, would be quite aware of what will is. Um, and faith. Faith in self. Faith in God. Faith in plan. Faith in path faith in life or reality as is faith in one's teachings in the teachings one comes to recognize is true faith in the teaching faith in buddha dhamma sangha with sotapani is uh, clearly settled in faith after sotapana first level awakening in buddhism the faith in three jewels buddha as a being and um, being uh, what he says he is dhamma teachings or any teachings uh, even the raw material. Faith that this really is true. <laughs> it's not the only truth. It's not the total truth, but it's true. And um, uh, less uh, <laughs> having less interest in the skeptics who um, simply have argumentation and a bitter fate await them. Uh, faith in one's being. Faith in um, truth without proof <laughs> all sorts of levels or qualities of faith in the unprovable in the immaterial in the invisible in the uh, subtle in reality as is beyond fashioning beyond preference faith in what is is increased by indigo ray uh, transfer and by indigo ray activation whether you do it alone or with a partner really doesn't matter the, the point is to develop the seven rays and, and get the job done together or alone or both together and alone then not only for a short time but a great duration of time and so that that's um, meaning one can have a momentary burst of will however one understands that and a momentary burst of faith in self in life in what one knows or in the knowing process uh, that one performs and uh, faith in each other whatever that may be not just for a short time but for a long time um, indicates uh, indigo reactivation or transfer violet raw doesn't say and right now and then here's for the specialists the um, difference between violet ray seven indigo ray six in relation to what's called intelligent infinity or gateway and the subtle distinction between the states of consciousness associated with those two higher chakras or rays or dimensions 
uh, here, Ross saying that violet ray transfer, seven to seven, is an opening to gateway of intelligent infinity. Now, intelligent infinity, as logos, or um, heavenly father, uh, or beyond the logos, really, you know, it's uh, intelligent infinity prior to the logos. So, uh, what is opening to the gateway of intelligent infinity? gateway of intelligent infinity is the gateway that leads to or the gateway that comes that, that allows um, you know free exchange in and out of intelligent infinity now is the eighth density intelligent infinity uh, is the next octave intelligent infinity is it completely beyond all that because it's the source of even galactic logos well <laughs> get to eighth density and then you tell me but uh, surely um, seventh ray uh, activation is seventh ray the gateway is seventh ray the opening to the gateway well here it's been said as the opening to the gateway meaning uh, what the hell is an opening to the gateway what the hell is a gateway right? <laughs> is it a bridge uh, if it's seen as a door um, or a, a gate with a path leading out of it, uh, you can say seventh density opens that door that leads to the path that leads to source. Sixth ray is similar, but not with the veil not yet lifted. What veil? Uh, we're not talking about 3D space-time veil. We're talking about the veil of identity, the veil of uh, ahamkara, the veil uh, uh, of samskara, or fashioning kanda, the kanda of samskara, uh, the skanda of uh, kanda, <laughs> the kanda skanda, the samskara, which is a fourth skanda in Buddhism, <clears throat> the fourth constituent of the sense of self, being fashionings, fabrications, volitional compound, basically mental construct, naming activity, conceptualization, the, in, but it includes the fashioning of consciousness itself which is subjectivity. So the fashioning of a sense of self, the fashioning of thoughts and feelings that lead to the fashioning of a body or incarnation, all of those compounded forms, including consciousness itself, um, actually uh, fall away in seventh density. In seventh density, there is, Ross said, they have no more identity or memory. So the uh, sense of self, which is ultimately ahamkara, I'd say, same as what Ramana Maharshi was targeting. Uh, that's The sense of self is gone in 7th density, or associated with 7th ray transfer, while in 6th ray there's still an experience of unified self. Infinity of space, infinity of consciousness is seen as selfhood, or self as infinite space and consciousness. That's unified self. Atman, 6th ray. Not yet 7, and still um, experiencing through, I'd say, the veil of an assumed identity. <laughs> a case of mistaken identity. So all of this is very subtle, subtle. But, you know, if you want to know what 6 and 7 is all about, um, these are helpful pointers, I think. But uh, in 6 and 7, yes, indeed, uh, unified self of higher self, Rob talked about their experience of unified self, 6 density, falls away in 7, beyond identity, beyond any sense of self, beyond subjectivity, subjectivity or subjectivism, 
beyond dualistic dualism, beyond consciousness, actually, and uh, goes to infinite awareness. And that, I think, is associated with the veil lifting. Uh, maybe we won't go to the PDF. 8422, Don goes back to the other veil. <laughs> he really likes talking about that. Before the veil, meaning the logoic veil in 3D mind, before the veil, were there, let me put it this way, did the logos, or did most logoi, plan before the veil to create a system of random sexual activity, or specific pairing of entities for periods of time, or did they have a, an objective in this respect? And, um, you know, Don, I think, falls into the same kind of um, assumption that a lot of spiritualist, spiritual-minded people do, which is that, that many things are planned, that, that all sorts of things are planned. Um, there's, much, there's less planned than you think. There's more planned than you know, and less planned than you think. <laughs> Both. But I'm not sure if the Logos planned all sorts of things that, that people or he's assuming were planned. Let's see what Ross says. 8422, this shall be the last full query of this working. The harvest from the previous cre creation, meaning the previous octave, was that which included the male and female mind-body-spirit. It was the intention of the original Logoi that entities mate with one another in any fashion, which caused a greater polarization. It was determined, after observation of the process of many Logoi, that polarization increased many-fold if the mating were not indiscriminate. Consequent Logoi thusly preserved a bias toward the mated relationship, which is more characteristic of more disciplined personalities and of what you may call higher densities. The free will of the entity, however, was always paramount, and a bias only could be offered. May we ask if there be, if there may be any brief queries before we leave this instrument. And um, uh, harvest or um, the distillation of logoic understanding, or understanding from the previous octave, I think here previous creation, was um, that there was uh, gender. There, the, the gender was a good thing, <laughs> or there there is the existence of gender. And so that, that itself, you know, <laughs> I mean, gender itself is a construct. Um, the biological basis itself is, is uh, coming out of a, of a source beyond it. And so <clears throat> um, the, you see, you also get a hint here that in the previous octave, which I think is Rami's previous creation, there was no veil also. That's why you said male, female, mind, body, spirit, not mind, body, spirit, complex. So from the previous octave, it seems, the, <clears throat> uh, uh, the establishment of gender, male, female, biological-based gender, and its metaphysical basis, meta biological, metaphysical, physical, metaphysical gender, dual gender, was uh, developed and recognized and maintained in this octave. Uh, in terms of intention, it's not, you see, there's a difference between intention and plan. <laughs> And so, uh, Don uh, imagines this as plan. The plan is this and that and this and that. You've got to do it. That's not quite so. The original desire is that entity C can become one. The original Logoi intention was that mate, entities mate to create bodies. And also, uh, in any way, 
which caused which caused or led to greater polarization. Entities agree in the original desires. Entities seek and become one. How they seek and become one is up to them. It's not even a plan that they seek and become one. It's a hope. It's not a plan you have to do. <clears throat> you do whatever the hell you want, <laughs> bub. And if you want happiness, well, <laughs> you ought to know the causes of happiness. And if you don't know the causes of happiness, you'll probably cre- keep creating the causes of pain, bub. And so, <laughs> the, 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 the subtlety of the language here is really important. It's not the plan that entities make with one another in this way or that. It's the intention or hope that they polarize and make new bodies for incoming souls in that dimension. Then, after observing multiple logoi and uh, you know soul evolution in their octaves, uh, it was recognized that polarization increased a lot if mating, um, if there was sexuality uh, in a mated way, meaning one to one. But that doesn't mean it has to be. It doesn't mean God demands monogamy. No, sorry, uh, you can think anything you want, but. The Logos doesn't demand monogamy. Marriage may be sacred um, if if both people use it that way. You know, if two evil people get married, is that sacred marriage? It's just just a profit and loss situation, seems to me. But the potentials of marriage are uh, infinite, (laughs) or mated partnership, which doesn't require marriage. Or, you know, the results of polarization. So, after seeing many Logoi, it was recognized that polarization of each entity uh, went up much if their sexual union was associated with a pairing, not just um, here and there, one and another, you know, free love zone. There's nothing wrong with that either. Uh, It really depends on how how one uses um, the sexual experience, how one approaches it and what one puts into it. There is, you know, mated relationships where they kill each other, and there are indiscriminate or free love situations where everybody's highly positively oriented. So without this ordering, dominating, controlling, planning, dictating kind of uh, attitude that humans superimpose on deity, um, Ross said, Logoi simply preserved a bias towards mated relationship. And that's not um, not more than a bias. It's because free will is paramount. Free will is more important than doing the right thing, <laughs> in a sense, or having a painless experience. You know, the, the, the Logos is not um, interested in making robots. And the Logos basically wants each being which is itself, to have maximal free will uh, to find its own way and make its own unique way. And, of course, also, this point here is that mated relationship is more characteristic of more disciplined personalities, meaning, um, in fact, you can see that in the animal kingdom. Um, Certain species take one mate for life, and there are certain qualities to those entities or animals uh, that seem to me more disciplined or refined than others. So, but 
there are there are all sorts of things. You know, there there's the discipline of love and understanding, and then the discipline of having one partner. There are different kinds of disciplines. So uh, it's all very complicated, but in higher densities, yes, there is a mating process. Although uh, sexual union is totally different anyway, and so it's not like I don't think in. I mean, different groups do different things, and different densities are different too. The sexuality in sixth density and sexuality in fourth are very different. Different than group, you know, groups that that are higher in wisdom and higher in love have their own approach to sexuality, and so it's it's quite unique. But um, the logos has this bias uh, towards mated relationship simply for its value in polarization. Uh, and free will is really, really critical. And so I think a lot of people, we get stuck in thinking, what should I do? But you really, I think, ought to start with what do you want to do? And the whole range of what you want. I want this, but I know it's not helpful. I want that, but I'm scared. I want the other thing, but I think it's impossible. Um, okay, well, put it all together. So anyway, uh, 8423, the last. Don asks, is there anything we can do to make the instrument more comfortable or improve the contact? And Ra gives their final answer, I am Ra. We would ask that each of the support group be especially vigilant in the, what you would call, immediate future, due to this instrument's unbidden but serious potential for increased distortion towards illness health. You are most conscientious. We thank you, my friends, and leave you in the glorious love and light, or light and love, of the one infinite creator. Go forth, therefore, rejoicing in the power and in the peace of the one infinite creator, Adonai. So, that closes session 84, and I'm not going to go into the PDF of sexuality, uh, but you can read up on it if you wish. Next time we start with session 85. Session 85 um, is not that long also 20 exchanges I guess probably two weeks Uh, more discussion of psychic greeting as you can see that uh, Carla was under some attack interestingly let me just see here session 84 was April 14 session 85 was April 26 12 days later uh, which is a little longer than what they often had had, and um, almost half the session is about psychic attack, um, so things were rough. And more questions about the veil um, and uh, dreaming, which is also quite interesting. So um, I hope this has been helpful, and if you want more on sexuality, there is. Um, There are a number of sessions on the YouTube channel about that from the PDF. So thank you for being here. Uh, Please take good care of yourselves. See you next time, and good night.